welcome to this week's episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. First of all, Michelle, isn't it weird that we now have weekly episodes? Like, who are we? Listen, ultimate podcasters. That's who we are. <laughs> ultimate. Week. And I was listening to our episode from last week, the tomfoolery one. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, I was cracking up as though I wasn't the one talking. Right, in the episode? <laughs> yes, I was so weak listening to it. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Anywho, what's going on? Let's kick this, uh, what is it? Let's get this thing started. <laughs> Stop. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm so She's sorry. Snapping I'm so incorporate. <laughs> Still in work yeah. mode. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna try to turn that down a little turn bit. Turn it down. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? Anyway, guys, so I was thinking that we take it back to uh, what we used to do when we used to do our IG lives. If you guys watched it, um, watched our IG lives back in the day, you're a real one. Mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm. anywho, we used to do, or I think we did it once, like a rapid kind of this or that. So I figured yeah. let's just bring it back, keep it fresh, you know? Ooh, and fun and hip and, and cool. fun and hip. I'm here for it. So let's just go ahead and get into it. You ready? Ready, Freddie. All right. First one. Show up late or get stood up. Show up late. Meaning the other person show up late. So what which one is worse? Oh, Showing okay. Up late or getting stood up? Getting stood up. Agreed. <laughs> what? Like, me showing up late? I mean, is it kind of a given? <laughs> like if you know me, you know me. You know I'm gonna be a few minutes time? late. Or I'm not. Gonna be a few minutes late. Right, right. But I will say, I know this is I know this is supposed to be rapid fire, but I'm just going to make one comment. My rule of thumb, I know, sorry, (laughs) sorry, y'all. But my (laughs) rule of thumb really quick for everything is like that college rule. I don't know if you did it in college, but if a professor was late to the class, they had 10 minutes. If they're not in the class within 10 minutes, you're free to go. Mm -hmm. If they had a PhD, they had 15 minutes. Mm. So that's how I gauge things, right? Let's say it's someone like I'm really looking forward to linking up with them. I'll give them 15 minutes if they hadn't, if they haven't communicated. Yeah. Right. I'll give them like a 15 minute grace period. If I'm waiting for 10 minutes and it's like, I barely like you, I barely know you, I'm out. Yeah. I'm leaving because you wasted yeah. my time because you could have exactly. said something. Exactly. So anyway, go ahead. Next one. Fart in front of your crush or fart during a presentation? Tanga. <laughs> Ooh, my crush. It's easier to do damage control with one person. Mm, wait, oh, so it's worse farting during a presentation then? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's worse okay, during a presentation. Okay, okay, okay. I agree, because I feel like if all eyes are on you, and it's like... <laughs> they know it's you. You can't they even know. fake it. You're the only one in the front. Right. No, I can't. What if it's like, if you guys are out, if you're with your crush, how will you know? Uh, he hears it. He smells yeah, it. Yeah, but there could be other people around. You could what just if it's the two of you in the like... car? <laughs> Which you can't do it too quick. <laughs> Not that I have experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, kid, you got experience. If you smelt it first, you dealt it. Listen. Listen. <laughs> okay, next. Send your send a screenshot to the wrong person or like your crush's older photo. Oh, like the crush's older photo. That one you would rather do that one. Yeah. 
I feel like it depends on what the screenshot is. Cause I don't be sending anything serious. So it could be a screenshot of um, like a pair of shoes. If I send it to the wrong, well, it depends if I don't want to talk to that person. Right. Mm. I'm like your old photos. Like, so what if I like your old photos? But you know how, like, if someone, like, what if it's your crush and they don't really know you? And it's like, you're liking a picture from 512 weeks ago. <laughs> so they know, creeping. Creeping. they know you creeping. Dang. Oh, child. Yeah. Because if it's someone, like, if it's your crush and, like, you know them, you can kind of butter it up, like, oh, I see you from back in the day, you know, but if it's someone that you don't know. You have game. Like, you have yeah. game. Oh, me? Oh, yeah, girl. Hella smooth. Okay. <laughs> Um, dang, I don't know. I would hate to send a screenshot of something like that's private. Yeah. So I'd rather just deal with the consequences. Cause I mean, how likely, and I know I said I was going to do rapid fire, but I can't have a comment for rapid fire. I have a comment for everything. But my thing is how likely will your crush check you about it? Right. And if they do check you about it, that's a conversation starter right there. Right. Or they just don't say anything and it just feels like awkward air. Uh, for me that's get, the worst i'll get you over don't it address it <laughs> so it's like what are you thinking did you right, see did you it notice? or did i um like it in time like what's going on right Ooh, i'd rather deal with that though i think it's worse for me to go um for me to send a screenshot to someone i wasn't supposed to okay bet so we'll do two more okay that was in my bag uh, that was right yeah this is great so get away with lying every time or always know that someone is lying. Get away with lying. I feel oh, like I don't want to know if someone's lying. Well, would I? Every single time someone's lying to you, you would want to know? Dang, no, I don't think so. You know how many times people lie to us on a day-to-day-to-day? And like, we don't oh my know. gosh, I love your hair. Like, oh my ugh. gosh, those shoes are so cute. No, they're not. <laughs> you know, and that's just, just don't like, tell me they're cute. I, I agree, but I'm saying that's just surface stuff. Yeah. But imagine like someone you actually care about lying to you about something serious. I mean, I don't know, but I would rather. I don't need to know that you're lying to me. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. I would yes. never have peace. That's deep. That's deep. Okay, and last one. Speak your mind or never speak again. Oh, girl, please speak my mind. That's easy. Yeah. I'd yeah, rather speak really my mind. Yeah. Because listen, I have things to say. So <laughs> I'll speak my mind. It is what it is. Can, would anyone choose never speak again? Can you imagine a life where you can never talk? No, that's wild. I would still be talking in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but no one would hear you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-mm. That's wild. But all right, thank you so much for uh, this installment of Rapid Fire, Not Really, uh, This or That. I think what I'll do is I'll just surprise you with, you, uh, with them. It was kind of like, hey, you know, this episode we'll do. So we might not do it every episode, but just a little, I like you know, it. keep it fresh, keep it fun. Keep it spicy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys. So we're going to jump into the episode. And today we really wanted to talk about this idea of being a public success and a private failure. Mm-hmm. And we just, uh, where do I start? I think 
this is a needed topic just because as I think of society, as I think of our age group, especially being in our 20s, early 30s, we all have this pressure to perform and be the best and look the best, right? But won't yeah. talk about the things we're dealing with in private. Now, I want to first say being, when I say private failure, is not necessarily you being a failure, but just the fact that you're basically living a double life. So maybe you're really struggling with depression. Maybe you don't really have friends. You constantly feel alone. Um, you're bad at relationships. Like all these things that have to do with character development, right? That you know, that's a struggle for you. Right, so you're a failure in the sense of that you're not dealing with it, you can't get over that obstacle or hurdle. And instead of asking for help, you just you put on a front. When people ask you how you're doing, you say you're fine. You post all the accomplishments like you've got it together. You know, you're flexing maybe financially, but your credit score is like 300. You could barely afford your mortgage, your rent, your car payments. You know, you're gonna go out and flex at brunch, but you only you know, get a little mimosa, but at home you're eating virtually nothing. So it's like basically keeping up with the Joneses mm -hmm. as opposed to doing the work that's needed so that you don't have to live a double life and you could show up authentically, whether you are what most people consider a success or mm -hmm. you're, and I'm using air quotes here, a failure, you're struggling, you don't have it all together and you're okay with that because you're doing the work to get better. Yeah. So have you ever dealt with a time in your life where like on social media or even if the people around you, the people who knew you thought you had it all together, they thought you were good, but inside you were really struggling or when you were alone or when you were at home, you just felt like, dang, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to deal with this? How will this actually get better? Mm, yeah, man, definitely. I wonder if anyone hasn't experienced that. You know, mm -hmm. um, just because especially because the day and age that we're in now with social media, it is always best to put up, I'm not going to say best, it is typically common for everything to get put up that's like the best, right? The right. best version of yourself, the best version of your marriage, the best version of your yeah. friendships, yep. the best version of X, Y, and Z career, everything, because people want to see it as a highlight reel, right? No one necessarily right. Want, well, I feel like now it's becoming a little bit more common that right. people are kind of sharing and being vulnerable and sharing their uh, personal stories and what they're dealing with and different things like that, mm -hmm. especially those where who you wouldn't expect right. it to be like that. Um, like, I, for example, I've seen one girl, she, um, she's a fashion blogger. Well, I guess she's like more lifestyle mm -hmm. and she's like super thick, pretty X, Y, yeah. and Z just recently had a baby. And then right after she had the baby, she kind of went back into the swing of things of like posting outfits and things like right. that. And I was like, girl, kudos to you. Cause me, I could not, okay. <laughs> right, not right. even because of my body, but because mm -hmm. of just, it was just a whole lot of transitioning. Yeah. Right. But I read one of her captions and she was basically saying like anyone who knows me personally knows that I've actually been struggling with the way I've, 
I've been looking since I had the baby and kind of just how things are fitting and X, Y, and Z, but I still come and I show up because Loki is her job, Heike. It's her job. So it was just so interesting for her to kind of be vulnerable and share that because a lot of people still see her as just like super thick, blah, blah, blah. But to her, because she's put on so much extra weight and she's kind of getting used to this new body, she just was transparent and she shared that. Mm -hmm. So I like how she said that. Um, but for me personally, yeah, definitely. I've experienced that in the past. I don't Mm want to divulge too deep into it, but, um, I definitely have experienced times where, um, well, I can share one instance. So one instance was when I decided to kind of go back into the workforce um, because I had been doing the entrepreneurship thing and I felt like I just needed kind of some consistency, you know, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship is not easy. (laughs) Child, they lie to us. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yes, working on your own is a blessing and, I, and being your own boss, but that comes with so many responsibilities. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, I felt like I needed to have that consistency. So I thought I was going to be able to just jump right back into the workforce. Like, mm-hmm. yep, right back into it. But I was getting rejection letters. Even though your resume speaks for itself. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, I could run this whole business. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because one, I live in Atlanta right? Mm-hmm. And two, it was like marketing social media. There's a million people who do that. Yeah. And there's a million and one people who live in Atlanta, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So for yeah. me, I was just seeing those rejection letters and it was hurting me. And I was tying kind of like my value. At some point I realized, oh my gosh, no, you're tying your value to your career and these rejection letters. So now you're yeah. feeling less than you're feeling like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I should be getting all of these jobs and I'm not. So Anyway, I still kept pushing forward. I don't know if I was even posting on social media at this time because girl, I'd be mm-hmm. taking extended breaks. Yeah, yeah. So I could have been you. ghost. I could have been ghost during that time. But if I wasn't ghost, I wasn't posting about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was still showing the fired looks. I was still mm-hmm. showing my outfits X, Y, and Z, and kept it pushing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I feel so many of us do that, and it's like. I am happy that it's becoming more popular to be vulnerable about the things that we deal be, deal with because I was just having a conversation with one of my really good friends about a change she wants to make as far as like character development and just like being a better person. And I was saying, oh my gosh, it's so funny you said that because uh, last year I was talking to another friend who felt the same way and she was making that change to be a better person. And she was like, wow. And I didn't go into details at all, but she just said, you know, thank you for saying that because I really didn't think people our age was dealing with this. So Mm. I am so happy to see that more and more people are being comfortable with saying like hey I don't have it together hey this is just a picture I just took a picture in my living room I made it seem like I was all happy with my partner but really we argue and that's fine that's normal it doesn't make us any less than you know so I do like seeing that when I think of my personal story I think back of when I first moved to Virginia Beach Mm -hmm. And so I may have been like a year or two out of college. I had my own apartment. I was living now, y'all, Virginia Beach is not like popping like that, okay? But Mm -hmm. I was in the downtown version.
of uh, Virginia Beach. So like nice neighborhood, like like just like the really nice area. So on the outside looking in, you would think I'm doing it. I had like my own office space. I was not on the top floor, but near the top, amazing view, like lived down the street from my um, apartment, had just paid for my own car that I got on my own. So it looked like I just was popping mm -hmm. and that was true. But I remember for a very short period of time, I don't know if it was like a couple of weeks or up to a month, I felt depressed. Mm. Like I would go to work and then I would just come home, not really feel like eating, sit on my couch, sometimes just sleep on the couch because I didn't feel like like walking to the bedroom. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I just mm -hmm. felt like alone. I was living in a new city by myself, didn't really have, not didn't really have, I didn't have any friends yet. And my mom had come and visit me maybe like a week prior and it felt so good to have someone in my apartment too. Mm -hmm. Right. And then like just seeing how me and my mom's not that we've ever had a bad relationship, but like seeing her like treat me as an adult or like I had one rule in my house. I was like, mom, you cannot fry anything in this house. <laughs> whatever you want fried, I need to bake because I don't want oil on nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And she like she respected that I was driving her places and I really enjoyed having my mom there. I really enjoyed that like friendship we were cultiv cultivating in that week. But when she left, I was like, bruh. I don't know anyone here. All I do is go to work and come back home. I felt so alone and I wasn't like crying and I wasn't like voicing this with other people. That was, but that was one period in my life that I can remember that I ever felt depressed hmm. that I ever like on, again, on the outside looking in, it looked like I had it all together, but I really was like, did I make the right decision moving to Virginia beach? Hmm. You know, like, I don't know. I just like, am I actually, I was, questioning a whole bunch of things am I actually going to be successful in this field uh, new uh what is it spoiler alert I wasn't that's why I switched careers yeah. <laughs> but it was okay it was a, like a perfect decision for me it worked out you know whatever so that was one time for sure where I was just like it looked like public success but it was a private failure yeah and that's so funny because I don't know if you know this I'm sure people tell you this I think so I don't know if you know this but a lot of people that I know look at you as like oh my gosh she's Dana like everything together well, well you are well traveled x y and z like we like the public sees you as that not the public oh yes. lord I'm Beyonce and I like it I'm kidding um yeah, that's funny. I don't know what to say about that. So I wonder if so many, if people would be surprised to hear you saying that you, Dana, I the did. Dana Bell Fleur, you know, dealt with the time where you felt like you didn't have friends. Mm -hmm. in your, well, not felt like you didn't have friends in your area. Yeah. And maybe you weren't, it wasn't as, um, or you weren't in that space yet to go out and make friends because it's easy right. for you to meet people. We that know that. That is very true. <laughs> if you know Dana, you know it's easy for her. But maybe that is very true. that space because it was such a huge transition, you know? It so, was. That's so yeah. true. And I will say, like, about 90% of the time, I love my life. I really feel yeah. blessed to live the life that I do. And um, yeah. I always say I'm happy that the choices I made when I was younger at that time, it probably was whack, probably, like, oh, so lame. But it allowed me to be the adult that I am now and live the life that I do. So I am happy about that. And I do love and enjoy my life, but that was tough. And it taught me a lot of things about yeah. myself. Like I do enjoy living with other people, right? I need time mm -hmm. alone, but I like having other people there. It yeah. is important when I first transitioned to 
one, now I have like my thing I have to like check off. Make sure I find an organization I can get involved in to meet new people. So like a professional organization, make sure I find some place I can volunteer. And whenever I transition, I always find a therapist in the area just to like talk to somebody. Nice. So those nice. are my, my checklist. And then of course, church, like that, yeah. I didn't even list that because that's a given. I find that given. before I get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like <clears throat> I shared that to say, you don't have to be stuck in your failures. Yeah. But, and as much as I understand boundaries and making sure that you only share what you're comfortable with, with people who provide a safe space for you, right. um, that's not the end all be all. It's not over. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, there's a saying that says, uh, rain, what is it? Rain comes in the Something comes at night, but joy comes in the morning. I don't know if that's a song or a scripture or whatever it is, but Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you, if you've been struggling with finding, like being centered, if you've been struggling with um, not putting on a front, being genuine, being authentic, doing the things that you enjoy, uh, being around authentic people, just know that there is hope and everyone at some point in their life experienced that moment where it looked like they had it together, but they really were struggling. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, you're going to be okay. I made it out of that and you will too. I'm a, I'm sure of it. You just have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, especially because it's just sometimes it's just not easy accepting those phases in life too. Yeah. You know, especially if the way you present yourself, if you're kind of, how can I put it? Like you're kind of a perfectionist or you kind of were like, for example, for me, I was raised to kind of always put my best self forward. Yep. So it was difficult for me to kind of present myself authentically when I was dealing with something that was tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how can I, how can I, I want to kind of reword it or kind of go deeper into it. How can I put it? I feel like I understand what you're saying. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I just feel like I always, so let me just for like a very simple example, because it wasn't like super, super deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like a, a simple example is, um, I like my stuff to look a certain way when it comes to like content that I put out and X, yeah. Y, and Z. Right. So because of that, if my things, if the things that I put out is not going to look a certain type of way, I just wouldn't put anything out or do anything. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I was hindering myself because it's like, you know, one, people, there are people out there who want to see what you have going on and can help them through certain things. Maybe it's just like refreshing to see something. Maybe someone just wants to see how you will style something, right? Because they right. just want to see a cute outfit, whatever, Me. <laughs> you know, but because I wanted all of my stuff to look perfect, I wasn't doing anything. And I gave myself and I, I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast and I've said it to friends and things like that. But my goal for this year is execution over perfection. And you've been doing that. Yeah. Tell the people how you've been enjoying that. And well, I don't know if you want to tell them, but yeah, you've been seeing successes from pushing yourself and making yourself execute, even when you felt like something wasn't perfect. Because if someone were to visit your Instagram page right now, yeah, like literally when people see your page around me, they're like, oh, wow, like she's so popping. She's so pretty. Dang, I love this. I love that. So it's like, and I'm sure you probably could find something where you're like, "Mm, this wasn't how I envisioned it, or this wasn't exactly the way I wanted it. I know you, you know, (laughs) but 
you've been executing and you've seen the fruit of your labor. Yeah. Yeah, I have. So my goal was kind of to just get back into the content creation uh, phase um, because I truly enjoy it. So it was my goal to get back into it. And I've been on the other end being a brand. I've been all over when it comes to content, like, well, working with influencers, being, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I've been the middleman connecting brands and influencers or content creators. I've been the brand finding content creators. And I was like, let me get back into being the content creator that works with brands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been all over the place. So yeah. So with me posting, you know, brands have been finding me, reaching out to me, wanting to work with me, partner with me and X, Y, and Z. And it's been, it's been great because my intention was to, focused on just putting out nice, you know, things that just inspire people through captions and different things like that. And I've seen the successes and I know like somebody can be like, Ooh, content creation, like, Ooh, (laughs) but you know, that's just an example for me personally. It doesn't matter what people think if you enjoy it and it brings you happiness and that's your version of success, whether public or private, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. So let me ask you this being seeing as you've been on both sides and you've been like you said you've been the middle person where you've connected brands with influencers you've been the brand where you've hired influencers and now you're the influencer of the three which one do you enjoy the most Ooh, that's tough all of it (laughs) yeah that's tough i mean it is fun okay it's hard for me to say one i can say Mm. what i like about each one can i do that Rapid fire. Fine, I'll allow it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So what I like about being the content creator that works with the brand, I like having the creative freedom to like put things together and then communicate the brand's message through my style or through my content. Okay. So I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. I enjoy Mm -hmm. being the middleman because one, I know I'm helping a brand carry a weight which could be a lot which is working with influencers and I love like creating campaigns and different things like that and kind of finding the right people for the Mm. campaign so I enjoy doing that okay and then being the brand I love being able to add one work with it like one provide opportunities to smaller creators come on and paying them Mm -hmm. Uh, for, you know, their work, or if it's just on a, a free basis, like ensuring that they receive really good um, product. Yeah. And that, you know, that will work with them again. Right. And also just, yeah, seeing what comes out of it, I guess. Yeah, girl. Sounds like you like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it all. I like it all. Okay. Got you. Got you. So with that being said, is it too soon for us to jump into revelations or do you have additional comments around this idea of public success and private failures? Because I can go on a whole rant, but I want to see what you have to say first. Do I have anything else to say? I mean, this is such an interesting topic. And like you said, we could definitely do a deep dive into it. I wish we had, I wish I had other examples that I can give from like outside people to Mm -hmm. kind of continue to drive it home, especially from people that are like popular figures, you know, like, because we tend to see their polished life as well. But then there's also a ton of things that goes on behind the scenes. 
So I can't think of anything else that I can add right now that would be of extreme value, but I just would love to reiterate what you said about the fact that, you know, yes, you may be going through a certain period in life, but that this is not the end of the road. Like there's more to it. And Mm -hmm. even though it may seem like your private failure is like the worst thing ever, you can definitely get over that hurdle. If you just focus on doing the work to get through it and learning from that mistake or learning from that, whatever happened, Yeah, you know? So I just wanted to kind of serve as like an additional, (laughs) additional encouragement. That was a a really good feel good moment. I appreciated that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So before we jump into revelations, when I was first sort of thinking through our topic for today, what came to mind was a lot of successful and powerful men. Uh, This is going to sound bad, right? There Mm. are this isn't, I don't want to make this a blanket statement, so I don't believe every successful man is a private failure. Mm. But there are, so for example, I could think of a couple of examples from movies. The first one is Waiting to Exhale, Bernadine and John Harris, mm-hmm. where on the outside looking in, like they had it all together. They had the nice house, right? Their kids in the rent, when she was kicking him out the house, she was saying how like their kids were the only black students at like this really nice, I'm assuming private school, but their marriage was messed up because he was leaving his wife for his assistant, I believe. Mm. And she was talking about how like she sacrificed a lot for his success, but their marriage ended up failing. So I was thinking about that, like how, and we've seen it time and time again, right? What's that Tyler Perry movie, Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Yeah. The successful attorney, but again, marriage was a failure. Yeah. Uh, What's the other one? Um, I was reading an article that said, that was talking about like successful men who are private failures. And in it, the author wrote that wives of veterans and Uh, police officers actually have it worse because Mm. you have these men who are publicly, right, uh, police brutality aside, um, publicly they're considered heroes. Yeah. They save the day. They save everyone from the bad guys. You know, police officers are supposed to do that. Um, You have veterans who go overseas and they fight for this country, right? And I don't know what your opinion is about war and our military or whatever the case may be, but you have these men and women, but I'm focusing on men just because I'm thinking of like this article that I read and I could think of like movies and stuff. So you have these men who are considered heroes, but behind the scenes, they're dealing with depression, they're not good at being a parent, they're not good to their spouse, they're struggling financially, and even if you, have you ever seen For Colored Girls? Of course. With Michael Ealy, where he was just abusive to his family and his wife because he was dealing with trauma from the war, from being in the military, and in Mm -hmm. the end, he ended up killing his children. Yeah. That was, that was wild. I will never watch that again. Yeah, that was, I remember, I think I told you this. I remember if it wasn't for, I'm pretty sure it was for that movie in particular because he really had to get deep in his bag for oh that my role. Gosh, yes. And, and his wife for a little bit, his wife in real life, 
Oh. Was for a little bit was like, okay, you need to go and decompress. Oh wow. Kind of get all of that off of you and come back like reset. Because I feel like low-key, he probably was still kind of that dark. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I think of things like that, like that's scary to live your and I mean again, like I just gave my own personal story of like public success and personal failure. And I'm not trying to like compare failures and successes or whatever, but to feel like in one part of your life, you're the hero and everybody loves you and respects you. But then to deal with like your own demons or like not be able to keep your family together, like that's tough. It is. That's hard to know like your spouse doesn't respect you or love you or want to be with you or your kids hate you. Like, you know, and then I feel like it's another layer if it's a result of the work you do. So if you're a veteran, it's not like you can opt out of, going to war you know you were in the military if push comes to shove for you to do what you have to do so you can't all of a sudden off so i'm just like whoo yeah it's crazy it is it is because naturally you do want to put your best foot forward and i feel like people who are especially dealing with a lot of dark things at home and you know things like that they go above and beyond to ensure that everything comes off perfect and when it doesn't come off perfect that like heats them up because they don't want anybody in their business because when things don't appear you know peachy keen when things don't look right that's when people want to get in your business right right that's true and i sometimes you you maybe you do need people in your business Mm. people you trust people you trust absolutely people you trust we all need somebody no one is self-made no one can do it without another I feel like everyone needs a village but you need at least one person that you can trust to help you carry that weight even if it is a therapist it doesn't have to be like you know a close friend or loved one if it feels like you Mm -hmm. would rather just kind of keep it with a non-partial third party even if it is the therapist or you know someone like that so man it's this is a pretty deep, <laughs> yeah, deep topic. Yeah, I just. Yeah. So, with that being said, we'll jump into our revelation. All right, kick us off. Yeah, I would say my revelation from today's topic is to remain authentic and remain genuine, and also for me to redefine what success looks like for me. Mm. Uh, I think we're trained to think success is about status, right? And there is some level of success there. But yes, at what point is it too much? At what point is me chasing success now infringing upon my sanity, upon my character, upon who I am as a person? Am I willing to give all of that up so I can live in a mansion and drive a Bentley? Wow. You know? Wow. Yes. Yeah. There's so many stories of that. Think of all the celebrities, for example, Anthony Bourdain, Mm -hmm. right? Like they were what we considered public success. Yeah. For example, Anthony Bourdain got to travel the world, try different cultures. You get to travel and eat. So many people was like, that is so ideal. I would love to do that. You know what I'm saying? And he ended his own life. Yeah. And as far as I know, I don't know if he left a a letter or a note behind to his loved ones explaining what was going through his mind and what caused that. But he was a public success and he was dealing with things that 
became too much for him. Yes. Yes. Um, also like Robin Williams, you know, like yeah. his career was making other people laugh. So I wonder if he focused so much on that, that he kind of put himself to the side and everything that he was dealing with, you know, and he felt like the only way that he could deal with, deal with what he was dealing with was by ending it all. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's tough. I just don't want any of our listeners to ever get to the place where it's so bad, they feel the need to take that drastic measure. So, and that's why I'm saying, like, just be authentic, be genuine, know who you can trust. And when it gets to be too much, you pick up that phone, you, you know, go to that person and just say, hey, I'm in a really bad mental space today. Yeah, I really, you know what I mean? So that, um, and, and, and another thing about being genuine and being authentic, when you are your true self, when you're not feeling like yourself, those around you can pick it up and pick up that something is wrong. But you, mm-hmm. you always have that fake face on, then it's hard to tell when something is actually wrong and people can't help. Yeah. So define success for yourself. Like, I, I think that's what I was saying earlier. I used to think success was all about I don't know, having that college degree and living in that big mansion and driving that nice car, but there's just so much peace with like being firm in who I am and being surrounded with authentic people who care about me and just not having any drama or any, any negativity in my life. Like for me, that's success right now. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, that's so good. I remember the time, and I think I mentioned this as well, but I remember the time that I, when I was going really, really hard for like our, one of our businesses, and I remember like being up late and I was like on my own. It was something that I had to complete. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, Brandon was like knocked out next to me. So I was even more <laughs> mad because I'm like, you leaving me here to deal with it on myself. <laughs> Anyway, like I was up crying because I was so Mm -hmm. stressed and I just dealt with so much stress. And then I realized like, you have to have boundaries for yourself. Absolutely. You have to do what's best for you in that moment, because at the end of the day, like, yes, you want to become a success. Yes. You want your business to reach X amount of dollars. And some people can deal with the heaviness of like carrying so much weight of doing that. And some people can't, and it's okay if you can't. So you have to deal with your smaller wins and focus on slowly, but steadily growing your business or growing that thing that you want to do opposed to driving yourself into the ground, just so you can post on the gram that you made a meal. Girl. And then you stressed out. (laughs) And then when something happens to you health wise, the money is going to go all to healthcare costs anyway. So you probably can't even enjoy it. So is it really worth it? Is it? Is it? No, I'm, I may yeah. be speaking because I don't have a family I'm responsible for. And I know that like a lot of men who do have families feel that pressure yeah. or single mothers feel that pressure. So maybe they need different advice. Maybe it's about balancing, but yeah, I'm like, listen, yeah. if it's stressing you out, your hair falling out, you breaking out, you can't sleep, you crying, you stress, you consider you're considering harming yourself step back from it. Yeah. It may back. feel like everyone's depending on you, but trust me, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Reconsider, put your faith in the Lord. <laughs> put listen. your faith in the Lord. Yeah. It, yeah. 
And um, my friend, she hates when I say this, but I always say we are all replaceable. It sounds oh. so harsh. Yeah, that's yeah, that's your t- a part of your tough love spiel. Yeah, we're all re- replaceable. I mean, I mean, even me, and I'm amazing. But Period. God forbid something. <laughs> I sound so cocky or arrogant, whatever. But God forbid something were to happen to me, right? Like my friends and family, they're going to be sad, right? I hope. They may mourn my death. (laughs) They're going to buy. The point I'm trying to make is that I am replaceable. They'll be able to find another friend. You know, my job will be able to find someone to fill my role. If I was a mom, they may not ever be able to find another mom, but someone could be a mother-like figure. If I was a a wife, you know, I mean, they probably won't find someone as amazing as I am, but someone else will love them. We're all replaceable. So take care of yourself so no one has to find out just how replaceable you are. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's harsh, but it's true. Someone needed to hear that do always say that for jobs though i'm like listen yes you know having a job a career can come with a certain level of stress you Mm -hmm. know a lot of extra work weight especially as you climb up the ladder Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you do have to also remember that they can replace you they it is and and will there is a (laughs) entire department dedicated to finding someone (laughs) to pick up where you left off sis facts so please do not think you're irreplaceable. Do not think everything. Re- I mean, I, I know it probably feels like it does, but we're humans. We start over all the time. Yeah. All the time. So, so if you feel like you have to start over, maybe you need to quit your job and like, I don't know, go live on a farm. Do that. <laughs> Let people know you're moving to a farm, but do what you got to do to take care of yourself. And then when you want to reenter this stressful normal society you do that and if you don't ever want to re-enter i'll send you pictures <laughs> i don't plan to live on a farm but i'll just let you know things are good and i'm happy you're good thank you dana for your <laughs> wise words i would say <laughs> i would say i would take that little piece as my little revelation you know just know that you can start over yes yeah absolutely just know that you can start over whether you're dealing with a private failure or just simply a private failure girl ain't no success Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) or a little bit of both whatever it may be private failure public failure it's okay right like everything just know that you can start over so all right y'all thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of rants and revelations we hope like as usual, we hope you were able to get a good laugh, but also get something that you can apply to your life to be a better person, to uh, just grow in different areas of your life. We'll catch you on the next episode of Rants and Revelations. Bye. Bye.